Hi, this is Lynn Robinson. I'm an intuitive advisor and the author of eight books on the topic of intuition. You can find out more about me at my website, lynnrobinson.com. My first name is spelled L-Y-N-N. I'd like to talk to you today about breaking the worry habit. It's something that I notice a lot. I've seen it in both myself, I have to admit, and with a lot of clients. I wrote a book um, many years ago called Listen, Trusting Your Inner Voice in Times of Crisis. And I interviewed a lot of people who had gone through a life transition of some sort. And there was one question on that survey, and it said, Is there anything you wish you had done differently to help you through your time of crisis? And interestingly, almost 40% of the respondents checked the box that said, worried less. Time after time, people wrote about coming out of a difficult period, feeling more resilient, stronger, and more confident. But what would have made their time in the dreaded transition zone easier? Trusting more and worrying less. One woman said, I worried about the future so much that it became my present nightmare. Another woman wrote, The worst part of this crisis was the sleepless nights I spent worrying. I worried about whether I was going to end up a bag lady in a homeless shelter, whether anyone would ever love me again, whether I'd have a job again, whether God had forgotten me. I was only 45 years old and felt my world had ended when my husband had asked for a divorce. I wish the future me could have spoken to the frightened, anxious woman I was, um, and it reassured me I was going to be okay. Today, five years later, I'm happy, I'm confident, I'm dating a wonderful man for the past several months, I have a job that feels like it was made for me, and I have a whole host of terrific friends. I didn't think I'd ever say this, but the divorce turned out to be one of the best things that ever happened to me, and I just wish I hadn't spent so much time worrying I was my own worst enemy. But let's, let's be honest and admit that worrying seems to be human nature. We all do it to one degree or another. Some people who are chronic worriers feel that it gives them a sense of control over the future. If this bad thing happens, they reason, then they'll be prepared. However, a recent study in the journal Clinical Psychology and Psychotherapy found that 85% of the things we worry about never actually occur. So what makes makes us worry, or what is worry? Um, I think it's really that we're making up stories in our own mind, and they're usually self-talk narratives that are filled with dire pictures of what we fear will become of our situation or us. I like the uh, quote from, uh, her name is Corey Tenboom, I think. She's an author. Um, she said, worry does not empty tomorrow of sorrow. It empties today of strength. And when you worry, you create an energy vibration of fear that's not conducive to attracting the life you want and deserve. The Hopi Indian grandfather, David, said, worry is like praying for your worst fears to happen. So what do you do, and where does intuition come into all of this? Because I think that worry is like any bad habit. It can be addictive, and one small fear leads to another and another, and before you know it, you've imagined your life falling apart. Not only now, but ad infinitum into your future. One of the ways to begin breaking any bad habit is to simply recognize you're doing it. Oops, there I caught myself imagining not being able to pay my grocery bill again. But simply recognizing that you're worrying isn't usually enough uh, to change it. So how can you switch the channel? I like asking the question, what do I want? For example, if your worry of the day is imagining yourself broke and penniless, turn it around. 
what you probably want is to feel safe. You might also want to imagine having more than enough money. Your task at this point is not to figure out how this will happen. It's simply to begin choosing something you want versus something you don't want. Sometimes you don't know what you want, or the thought of imagining something so dramatically different stops you in your tracks. If this is the case, switching the channel on worry may be to simply say, I want to be at peace, or I want to feel at peace, or I'm choosing not to worry right now, or my favorite, I'm open to something being easier. If you've got a bad worry habit going on, you may need to be patient as you retrain your brain. Also, all of this is much easier at 3 o'clock in the afternoon than at 3 o'clock in the morning when you're lying awake without a lot to distract you. The great positive thinker Dale Carnegie once said, if you can't sleep, then get up and do something instead of lying there and worrying. It's the worry that gets you, not the loss of sleep. So there's a few other things that I'd like to suggest because I think that when you're in a more peaceful state, your intuition can come in much more strongly and accurately. So I think it's important to make this effort just to keep your focus on gratitude. You've gone through a loss, you're in a crisis, a transition, maybe you've lost a job or a spouse or a way of life. You're probably overwhelmed with shock and pain and grief, and it's hard to imagine life turning around again. However, you must find a way to keep the joy alive even during this difficult time. So what are you grateful for? Find those small, soul-sustaining slices of pleasure and plan to experience them throughout your day. I also like prayer. I believe prayer really works. It's one of the things that survey respondents um, to that life transition survey I mentioned earlier. They said this a lot. If you don't know what to pray for, simply ask the divine to bring you peace, to help you feel calm. Say, God, I welcome your love. I invite your peace. Fill my heart and soul with your wisdom. Show me my next steps. Give me courage and hope. Sustain me with your message. You may wish for a direct, clear message from God. Sometimes that happens. More often, you'll feel a sense of peace that wasn't there before, or you'll be drawn to a passage in a book that provides comfort. Pay attention to that still, quiet inner voice of your intuition. It's one of the ways that the divine speaks to you. So I wish you a worry-free day. If you'd like more information, my books, uh, my latest book is called Put Your Intuition to Work, or the other um, is Divine Intuition, Your Inner Guide to Purpose, Peace, and Prosperity. And there's lots more podcasts and video and articles on my website at lynnrobinson.com. Thanks for listening.